Hello, Alicia, and welcome back to the show. I know John was going to say something there. I forget he does this now. So, John, what were you going to no, say? No, I, I literally just said in progress. Oh, did you? Oh. That's what the lady says when you when you start recording. Recording in progress. Recording uh, in progress. Yeah, it never used to say that. It, it, when it first started, it kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, yeah. There we go. How Today, we're talking about wrestling. Wrestling's back on the channel. We haven't talked about wrestling since WrestleMania. And that's because, to be honest, in terms of the actual product, it's been a bit meh. But... The wrestling world's blown up in the past few weeks, John. Um, to be fair, Alex Kingdom, you said that in the build-up to Money in the Bank, and you even said you weren't going to watch Money in the Bank. Um, and then it was a stellar show. It um, was. I think it's also fair to say that the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view was outstanding. The pay-per-views have been good. The weekly shows have been... Yeah, the weekly shows haven't been so great, but that we... The, the Hell in a Cell in Hell in a Cell in particular was an absolutely outstanding show. Yes, um, but recently the wrestling world has blown up for not good reasons. More than you know, good. There have been some good things happening in the world of wrestling, but yeah, mostly it's been it's been a uh, been interesting stuff. So let's get straight into it. So it came up maybe about three to four weeks ago. Some drama with Vincent Vincent Kennedy McMahon himself has been mm. uh, been a naughty boy. Um, him and John Laurinaitis maybe doing some things they shouldn't have been doing, um, mm. and that was the first out of the coffin. And that led to John Laurinaitis leaving WWE. But Vince was going to continue on. Vince can't be stopped. He is bulletproof until this week when it was revealed that Vince McMahon is retiring because he is now 77 and he believes it is the right time. Then days after that, it is reported that he is under federal investigation for money laundering. Yeah, I mean, I think when the initial stories about payments to former, alleged payments to former Mr. Strisses, shall we say, uh, came out, I think the whole world and his wife and anybody who's ever ha even had a passing interest in WWE basically said, oh yeah, there's, there's more to come here. Um, yeah. You know, and anybody who scratches even slightly below the surface of McMahon and how he's run the company will see there's a, a storied history over decades of very nefarious actions he sailed very close to the wind on numerous occasions and so a lot of people very much took the view that there was more to come here um when the announcement was made on friday sort of a few hours before smackdown um that he was retiring the whole world and his wife basically waited for something to come out and then it did um yep. you know see it, it was quite clearly a case of him going in order to protect the company it seems to have been under significant pressure from the shareholders. Um, it was probably made quite clear to him that he, they simply couldn't continue with him at the helm. Obviously, control has now passed across to um, Triple H and Stephanie. Um, you know, Triple H is in charge of the creative side of things. Stephanie seems to be more in charge of the business side of things. Um, it remains to be seen whether Vince still has some sort of influence over the company, but Triple H and Stephanie are both very smart people. And I think that they would work very hard to at least officially distance themselves 
um, you know, obviously yes. their family. They can't they can't completely distance themselves. But I think they would work very hard to make it clear that he has absolutely no influence over how things are running now. Yeah, and I think obviously there were reports of mistreatment from Laurenitis and uh, and uh, Vince, which we, to be fair, I don't mean to assume, but we all sort of knew behind the scenes. We knew that the ship was, uh, let's say people like Vincent Mann, Bruce Pritchard, John Ines, are a bit behind the times when it comes to how certain things should be run backstage and sort of backstage morale. I mean, recent reports came out last week that... Um, uh, I think it was uh, John Lauren. No, so it was Kevin Dunn said that Becky Lynch shouldn't be pushed because, quote unquote, she's not attractive. Now, Kevin Dunn, first things first, uh, that that shouldn't matter in why you pushed a WWE wrestler if they're good at wrestling. Number two, um, considering you're a television director, how can, you know, someone that needs, you know, very good vision about how things should be run. How can you not look at Becky Lynch and go, what a woman? Um, yeah, I mean, you just look at, Aside from anything else, you just look at how over Becky Lynch is, um, even now as a heel, she's completely over the fans, the people yeah. who adore her. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's, firstly, it doesn't matter in any event whether she's attractive or not. Nope. Um, secondly, <laughs> You know, without wanting to sound kind of laddish, she is a very attractive woman. I think as well, the the main thing coming out of this, and let's, let's turn it to the positives now, because I don't really want to waste more breath on those people that have done those things, because it is generally disgusting. Although we could joke about Vince McMahon as a personality, it's very clear that he is not a... I don't, you know, he's not... I'm going to say he's not a nice man, and clearly done some stuff he shouldn't have done. But Triple H being back, and Triple H coming into the product head of creative head of talent relations he is a man that is well loved within the company and i don't mean that in terms of fans i mean that in terms of talent he has homed the latest generation in nxt before vince mcmahon ruined it with nxt 2.0 he, he gave us some of the best stars on the main roster today like kevin owens like Sami Zayn, like tomaso champa just to name a few if i go to the women's division most of the women's division that are now on wwe television are all of his kind of creations along with people like Dusty Rhodes and William Regal. So it's very good to see him back. Um, Stephanie, I think, is a really good businesswoman. No matter what you think about her, she's clearly got an eye for business. She knows what she's doing. Um, and I think as well, Triple H, as head of creative, I think he is the most, how do I describe it? Although I like Tony Khan as a personality, I think there is nobody better to be currently booking your wrestling than Triple H. I think he has just the right eye for the product. He knows what the fans want. He knows what will get over. Um, and he has a very good way of building a rapport with the talent and of rewarding talent that works hard. And I think that that's something that certainly under McMahon over the last few years hasn't necessarily always seemed um, to be the case. People don't seem to be rewarded for their hard work. You know, you seem to get the same old faces time and time again. Um, and there's a lot of guys bubbling under, sort of pushing for a shot, who deserve a shot, and haven't really broken into that main event picture. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough because you look at NXT and you look at people, I, I don't know how much you watched back in that 2014, 2015, but Sami Zayn was the white hot baby face. And he's come to the main roster. Although he's a great heel and I love Sami Zayn, he can do no wrong. He should have been the heir apparent to Daniel Bryan. He should have been that next white hot. Fans love him no matter what. Instead, Vince just kind of booked him into a corner. 
he had some good stuff with Kevin Owens because anybody can do good things with Kevin Owens. But I just feel now as well, though, is that there are certain people who may have left WWE because of the current direction of the Vince McMahon who now might want to come back. A certain rebel heart who has not aligned himself with AEW or anybody yet who has gone off and had his kid with Candice LeRae might perhaps be tempted to come back. There are reports coming out today of the wrestling of... Well done. I mean, I think on top, I mean, I think before you even look at people that are left, I think you've got to look at the people that are there. And there are certain guys that are there for whom this can only be good news. People like Sammy, people like um, Kevin Owens, people like um, Finn Balor, you know, for example, yeah. you know, guys that we know can do the business, but because they maybe don't fit into that mold of what Vince sees as a main event, you know, like a six foot five guy that's built like a brick shit house, because they don't quite fit into that mold. They've, they've, they've not had the opportunities. And I think Triple H will give them to those. You then look at, um, you then look at the people that have left. The names that immediately come to mind are people like Gargano, people like Bray Wyatt, people like Sasha Banks, you know, who have clearly left due to interpersonal issues. I mean, I'm not going to go into it again too deeply because we know my views on how Bray Wyatt was treated. I think it was absolutely disgusting. I think it was an appalling decision ethically. I think it was an incredibly yeah. bad decision from a business perspective because yeah. he was the second biggest merch seller in the company. Yeah. Um, you know, so for, for the door to be open to those guys, and, you know, Bray, Bray Wyatt has pretty much trended on Twitter every day yes. since, since the first story about Vince McMahon yeah. came out. So for like the last four weeks, Bray Wyatt has been trending on Twitter every day. Yeah, I also, like you say, I think the one great thing about um, Bray Wyatt is that the man behind Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda, is possibly one of the smartest brains in wrestling. He had the Bray Wyatt character. They turned into the fiend, bro. Uh, and also as well, like you say, he's the biggest merch seller. There will never, I will say this now, there will never be a worse decision in wrestling in the past 10 years than a fiend losing to Goldberg in about four minutes. There will never, and there have been some bad decisions. I mean, there has been a worse decision, and that decision was when they fired him. Yeah. Yeah. It just, I think if Winton can come back, whether he is the Bray Wyatt character, whether he changes it up, I think he's probably fallen out in love with the business a little bit because of events that have happened and how I he was treated. H, and... I, I think Triple H is the guy that can bring him back into the fold. Because Triple H is the man that brought him in. Triple H is the guy that can nurture him back in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, that little meme that's been doing the runs on Twitter over the last couple of days, which is like, you know, Triple H, the minute that Wire or Sasha Bank walk in and it's just Triple H sitting there in front of a desk laden with money. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I, I genuinely think that for a lot of guys who've left under, you know, even some of them that are now contracted to AEW, mm-hmm. it's opened the door for them to come back at some point. Well, this is what was come out today, the Wrestling Observer, Dave Meltzer, reporting that uh, obviously all anonymous names for people have said that if Triple H was in charge when their contracts are running up, they probably would have re-signed. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, you look at the guys that have got, that have clearly got sort of, Clearly, where the issue was clearly a bit more interpersonal. So guys like Brian, guys maybe even like Punk, 
where actually it's a problem with Vince McMahon. Um, you know, it, it is. If CM Punk at any point goes up to WWE, I would just be like so confused. <laughs> like I would just be like, this is something that I never thought. Like CM Punk I mean, going Ruby, back to wrestling I mean, is one thing. I mean, Ruby Riot, you know, Ruby Ruby Riot should never have been released. Oh no! You look at half that AEW roster and you go, how did they let them go? Alistair Black. I mean, I remember when Alistair Black went. We both sat here on Zoom opposite each other and went, "What? Yeah, it did, did literally launch a new a tweak on his character two weeks earlier." Yeah, yeah. I think another one that was weird for me was Keith Lee because he fits the yeah. Vince mold, and then Keith Lee gone. Um, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, Cesaro. Oh no! Wait, in the Vince's own words, he can't speak English, so therefore he'll never be over. That's Vince's words, not mine. I love Cesaro, and he could have been a WWE champion. He could convinced. have been. Never convinced half the time, but um, no. Um, but for, I think for me, it just gives a lot of hope to maybe some stars getting the WWE. I would really. I mean, for me, the biggest one when they let go, where Adam Cole didn't resign. I was like, Adam Cole is one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Um, I, I'm happy he's in AEW because he's with his mates, and I think he probably won't come back to me for that reason. The one person I'd like to see come back at some point, and who I do think will come back, is Brian. I think Brian will want to end his career where it picked up in yeah. WWE, whether it's one more match, one more run. I think we'll see him back, um, yeah. especially under Triple H, who genuinely was, although he beat Triple H, Triple H was the guy pulling for him to get that WrestleMania moment. Yeah. Um, so... I hope that's the case. I'd love to see somebody like I this is a shot in the dark. I know he works in the company as a commentator. I'd love to see Stu Bennett, Wade Barrett have another match. Triple H is the guy that brought him in. I'd love to see it. Um yeah. I mean the interesting thing where AEW is concerned though is now they've got Regal over there. And I think that that for a lot of guys will also be a pull for them to stay. Because you know that there aren't many people that have got almost universal respect in the business. Yeah. But two of those guys are Triple H and William Regal. Absolutely. And I, I think... think with, with Regal in AEW, I, I think that actually that can, could be there as a kind of tempter to some guys to stay. I, I think it really depends uh, on their place in the company because the thing mm. with AEW is, and I think they have got, they've got a tremendous roster... Uh, it's too big now. That's the issue. And we're seeing a lot of folks um, leave. Um, will get released because they can't hold the, the roster anymore. Mm. So I wonder if those who maybe aren't being used as much. I mean, I'd love to see it. I mean, I know he's really good in AW, but someone like a Sammy Guevara and MJF is perfect WWE character. I'd look, MJF jumping shit would be bigger than Cody, in my opinion, because MJF is the quintessential. They created Yeah, they created him. And if he goes, yeah, or even even someone like a even someone like a Darby Allen, yeah, someone like a Darby Allen would, would would who wouldn't necessarily fit into the Vince mold because he was unconventional, could come and do something. Yeah, absolutely. And well, last point before we get into our SummerSlam predictions is. Already this week on Raw, which was reported that most of it was written before uh, all this chaos, is that you could tell even within the promos, there was so much more freedom. It didn't feel stilted. I mean, there was literally a Dolph Ziggler interview where it just felt that they just let Dolph say what he really wanted to say. They probably gave him bullet points of get to X, Y, Z, say beep, beep, beep. But you can say what you want in between. I mean, it didn't I'm, feel loving, like... I'm, I'm loving this Dolph face term, by the way. 
Yeah, me too. Uh, but the, but the best the best line had to come from Finn Balor, which was, "You sure our anniversary? It's my birthday!" And it just kicks him right in the kicks Rey Mysterio right in the abdomen. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. I think I think Raw. I genuinely, for the first time in a while, enjoyed watching the entirety of Raw. There was never a moment yeah. where I was bored. I was like, oh, okay, the matches are a bit whatever, but the actual storylines we're telling here are interesting. Roman Reigns' promo, just Roman Reigns has never been good at promo. He's getting better, but he's never really been entertaining as a promo man. This week, he was so good, bouncing off the crowd. He was let loose, allowed to just say really what he wanted to say. Um, really good, just good stuff. Just like I mean, you could just I mean, tell this. The highlight for me was the crowd chanting, where's your daddy, a theory? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, Roman Reigns saying something effectively of, "If you don't get out the way soon, I'll make you. I'll make him. You know, he'll be. He'll be calling me his daddy. It's like perfect stuff." Um, and also, um, gotta give credit to Paul Heyman for the word suplex assist. Um, yeah, as well. Um, but anyway, SummerSlam is this Saturday. Thank Christ, it's Saturday. I love these Saturday pay per views. They're normal. They're the norm now, and I love it. I don't have to get up on a Monday because most of the time pay-per-views are, you know, during the working, working time. And uh, we, you know, we have to get up on Monday morning and go to work. No, we don't have to. Saturdays, we can sleep on a lovely Sunday, not do too much. And it's great. Um, so SummerSlam, how do you feel about this card before we actually get into predictions? Are you excited for SummerSlam? You got, you got, have you got a bit, you got, you got that excitement or are you a bit? I'm excited for most of it, to be honest. Yeah, I'm excited for most of it. I think there's a couple of matches where I'm a little bit like, mm, okay. Um, I think there's at least one match that I expect to see added to the card um, over the next couple of days. But yeah, I'm 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 pretty pumped for most of it. It's a pretty stacked show. Yep. Uh, just so you know, we are filming this on the 27th, and this will go out on the 29th. So if if something is announced on SmackDown, then it, we won't know it here. But, John, I will let you say what match you think is going to be added to the card. Um, I think we're likely to see Gunther versus Nakamura. Yeah. Um, you know, they've, they've been building up to that over the weeks. So I, 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 when, I when I checked the card um, earlier today, I, I was a little sort of surprised to, to see it wasn't on there. Um, so yeah, I think we'll see uh, Gunther versus Nakamura. Yeah. Um, you know, that's all right, mate. Sorry, right. I, I remember that. I think I used to have that ringtone out. I got chills then. Um, yeah, I think I, I mean, I'm a big fan of Gunther. I followed him back on when he was in the independence as Walter. I think he's brilliant. Um, those chops just make me cry every like uh, just hearing the impact they give to people. I think he's a really good champion. I like Shinsuke Nakamura. I think just let them wrestle, and I, I love to see it. And I think. For Gunther getting a win over Shinsuke would just help certify his reign a little bit because he is new somewhat to the main roster still in yeah. terms of letting him just let loose. I think it'd be really, really good to get let him get that W. So I think if if that match is to happen, it will be a Walter win. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that happening. Yes. Right. Uh let's get into the main card then. And we'll start with this no disqualification tag team match. Uh, the Mysterios, Dominic and Ray, taking on the Judgment Day, that being uh, Damien Priest and Finn Balor. Though I think there's one reason and one reason only this is no disqualification, and that is so on that day, we can see clearly and something may happen in between the match to allow the Mysterios to get a W because there's been some spooky promos airing on Monday Night Raw, mm. uh, bizarrely, uh, hinting towards a certain man's career. 
And that man is Edge. And he was meant to return at the Garden on Monday. They cancelled his return last minute. I don't know whether it was like a, a travel problem, but I mean the pop in that in in that in that arena would just be or stadium. Sorry, it's a stadium show. The pop in the stadium for Metalingus to come back as well, like the the actual you know song, it would just be insane. Um. I also think the match is going to be really good. They're four really good wrestlers. I actually, I think Dom in ring is really good. I think his promos need work, but I think in the ring, he's very capable. So I think the match itself would be very good. What about you, John? Yeah, I, I think it'll be, um, I think it'll be an interesting match. I think obviously, you know, they've got this storyline where they're kind of, they're continually teasing the Dominic heel turn. Um and but yeah, I I agree that it's it's no DQ for a reason. Um, that's not going to be anything to do with sort of Dominic turning here or turning on his father or anything like that because that wouldn't cause a DQ. Um, you know, if he just kind of walked out or, or turned on him. Um, so I yeah I, I I agree it will come down to outside interference and it'll probably be a case of Edge. Um, you know, getting involved, coming back and getting involved and costing uh, costing the judgment day the win. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they do add to the judgment day at any point, because I think, you know, they're, they're, there's room to do so. I genuinely think we might get Dominic after SummerSlam. Um, I still think that might be the best place for him, because I don't really know what the Mysterios have left to do. Um and I, I don't think you can turn Ray here. I think Dominic, by the time Ray leaves the company, will be a face. Don't get me wrong. I think the torch will be passed in that face sense. But I yeah. think for now, let Dominic go. It's a really good character work. Let him be a bit of a character. Let him work on those skills. Because I think that is where he's lacking. I like I, if Dominic, I don't think Dominic as a single star would work at the minute because his promos, he, do, he sounds a bit fake. He, he doesn't sound confident on the microphone just yet. No. Um, I think back to that promo with Miz and Logan Paul, and he just came across as clearly the weakest of the four on the microphone. Yeah. I just think put him in a heel stable will do wonders for him. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go Mysterio's on this one because of Edge. I'm going to go with Mysterio's get a W. Yeah, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. I it's it's um the, the fact it's no DQ does seem to push it that way. Right, next up, we shall go to Riddle versus Seth Rollins, which is just going to be a nice little match. Um, it's, going to, it's one of those you put it on the card because just to get the crowd popping, get a nice little match. Sort of the Cody versus Seth. Seth's just really good for those kind of matches. Put Seth Rollins on the card, you're going to get a good match. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't know who's going to win this one because I think Seth needs a win. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying Seth pretty much for that reason. Obviously, you know, he... He lost out in the feud to correct get to Cody in um, all three matches, you know, and and you know he lost out in the Money in the Bank. Um, so yeah, I think he's I think he's due a win. Um, I think they can have him win this and still continue the feud. Yeah, me too. I think it's one of those that as well you can get multiple matches out of. Um, yeah, definitely. I think I think it's one of those that, that like I said, Seth Rollins. I've also. Go back to a year and a half ago. I've made a U-turn on Riddle. I like Riddle as a wrestler now. I didn't beforehand. I thought it was a bit of a bit of a prat. But as I see, he's won me over as a character at least, and as a wrestler, like, I genuinely yeah. like him. And since, pop for his stuff. Since WrestleMania of last year, he's 
really turned things around. Obviously, you know, the working relationship with Randy Orton's helped a lot. Um, obviously, that's now not on happening at the moment because of Randy's injury, and, and he's been able to just kind of run with it. You know, so it, it's it's yeah, he's really improved a lot and turned things around. Yeah. Uh, I have to, I have to agree. Um, yeah, I think he can take a loss though. I feel like he's one of those characters that can take a loss. It's yeah. not going to harm his stock at all. Whereas Seth needs to start winning because there's going to be a point where you start to lose faith in Seth Rollins. And you, you know, I also I would like Seth Rollins. Like I'm a big, I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, I mean, if he's going to win one of the world titles, which I think seems a distinct possibility at some point. Then he's got to turn it around and start winning. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but we shall next go to a United States Championship match: Bobby Lashley versus Theory. Um, probably the match I'm least excited for on the card, just because I think this one's more of a formality. With Theory being Mister Money in the Bank now, I just don't see him winning a title. I'm going to be honest; I just don't see it. Yeah, I'm. I'm not even sure why we're getting this rematch. To be honest, because. You know, it's it's like you're putting theoretically by making Mr. Money in the Bank, you're putting theory into the main event picture, and yet he's still supposedly interested in the US title. Yep. Um, you know, and, and like the way they've been kind of winding up, and I mean, I don't think he will, but the way that that he's been winding up and saying, "Oh, I'm going to cash in at SummerSlam," what, what, why would he not be ready to do that by having a match beforehand? Against yeah. someone like Lashley, where he could quite easily pick up an injury. Exactly. I I think as well. Like it's not that they're out of good heels on Raw to put him in. Like Champa's right there. That's what I've said. And that's just off the top of my head. I'll do with Champa's with the Miz. Champa doesn't need to be with the Miz. Like it's a thing for Champa to do. But Champa's right. Like a Bobby Lashley hey, Champa Champ- match. Champa's wasted with the Miz. Like, what, what, what what is Champa doing being the Miz's bitch? <laughs> I'm sure with Triple H there now that will change very quickly. I, I hope. would hope so. Um, but yeah, I just I think I just I don't know. I think Bobby Lashley's easily winning this one. Yeah. Easily, I'd it's, say it's, so. Yeah, it's not I'd even a it, it doesn't, question. Doesn't seem much point putting the belt on him. Money to take it off him again four weeks later. Yep. Right. Let's go to the a singles match for the Raw Women's Championship: Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. These two kill it every time they're in a ring. I don't know who's winning, though. It's a tough one. It's a really tough call. Um, I mean, you can pretty much guarantee you're going to get a good match, but it's a really tough call. I'm edging towards big-time backs. Me too. Um, You know, but, but I... It it really is a very very close call. Um. Yeah, I think as well because not to spoil much more my predictions. This show is light on title changes for me, um, and I think that this could be one of the titles that you can change. Yeah, and it not harm any of the competitors. I just think Bianca Belair. If, if one of the titles is going to change hands, it's going to be this one. And I love Bianca Belair and I hope that she doesn't go anywhere in the picture because she's not like Charlotte where she's like dominant all the time. She is a believable sort of wrestler who does take losses. I hope Bianca Belair is so good. Like, 
especially over the past year and a half, she has improved tenfold since that WrestleMania match with Banks winning the Rumble. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I don't think it's a massive loss because Becky Lynch is a superstar now that if you lose to her, it's not really a negative. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like losing to Brock Lesnar. It's sort of like, you did your best sort you, of thing. You just, you just carry on and, and like even, in, like, just being in a match with them elevates you. Yeah, it elevates your status. Um, Absolutely, you know. But yeah, I, I think, yeah, I, I think Bex is taking this one. Uh, me too. Uh, next up, let's go to um, Pat McAfee taking on Happy Corbin. Pat McAfee is my boy. I don't like Happy Corbin. I mean, I like Baron Corbin, the guy. I think the guy is a tremendous uh, character. I love. I think he does everything that the company wants him to do. But I hate Happy Corbin. Pat McAfee better kick his ass. I mean, this is the point, isn't it? You're supposed to hate Abby Corbin. Exactly. Um, you know, you know, so it, it shows you just how good he is. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 getting his ass kicked here. Um yeah. because you know, SummerSlam's one of those shows where it's about giving people what they want to a degree, and people really want to see Corbin get his ass kicked. Yeah. And the thing is, is that I think Pat McAfee is probably the most believable and relatable babyface on the roster right now. And I'm saying that like without being like, like, like hyperbole, I genuinely believe that when you hear a like a, a Pat McAfee promo, you believe every word he says about how much he loves being in the ring, how much he's made for this, how much he loves this. So whenever you hear a promo, you just get right behind him because he's Pat McAfee. I think that there's somebody else that's slightly better at that, but that, that's just me. Who, who is that? Oh, we might come on to that. Okay. Uh, oh, I think I might know who this is. Um, but uh, but I think the thing is with Pat McAfee is there's been such a slow evolution with his, not just his character, but the fact of the matter is is that he, apart from Michael Cole generally being on the mic, I think he might be my, like my favourite commentator in wrestling just because he's somebody that you can tell enjoys watching it. You can tell that he's still a fan, but he gets to commentate yeah. on it, you know? Like every time, like, Shinsuke comes out and he's on the table and doing that stuff, the fact he got to, like, get stunned and he had, like, a fight with Vince. I'll never forget the moment where Vince fought him. And even though Vince beat him, I don't, like, even that moment to, like, laugh my ass off just at the prospect of it, um, you know? Yeah, he's, um, I mean, he's, li- he's living his dream, isn't he? You know, he's living yeah. his dream and, he, and, he, and it's great to see. Yeah, absolutely. Right, let's go on to uh, Logan Paul versus The Miz. Um, in what I'd say, whatever you think of Logan Paul, Logan Paul is a great get for WWE, just yeah. in terms of popularity, in terms of getting viewers in. Um, and I just think Logan Paul is very good at being a wrestler. Not only in the ring, which is short media, he's also just a very good character. He has the ego, he has the, he has the presence to be able to be a good wrestler whether half the crowd are with him or against him. He's clearly meant to be the baby face in this storyline. Um, and you know what? I think if you've got to make Logan Paul babyface, the one person you could do it against is The Miz. Um, and I think overall, I think Logan Paul is at the respect of the WWE fans, at least, in terms of he came yeah, in. Yeah, I think he did that at WrestleMania. I think, I think a lot of people didn't know what to expect at WrestleMania, and he came in and actually could hold his own. And, and you know, I, I think that, that won a lot of people over. Yeah, and I also think as well, obviously, there was a lot of negative press for very, very, you know, good reason for negative press around the bloke. But I think as well, he's managed to turn that around in subsequent years at least a little bit. And I think you can tell that he is on the right path in his life as well. So hopefully this is another step to just making him a, a bit of a nicer person. But let's not talk about his brother, though. Um, but no, I, I'm, I'm fully for this. I think Logan Paul will get the W. I think he's the biggest new signing. 
I think the Miz is not going to be harmed by losing to anybody at this point because he's the Miz. Uh, and he's such a 10 year professional that um, he can make Logan Paul look like a million bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he's likely to get the win here. Um, if he does lose, it'll be because Champa gets involved or something like that. You know, it, it, it's, it's, but I think he is likely to get the win here. Yeah, I also think it'll be a good match. I want to see a Logan Paul singles match. Um, I wonder whether he will change up his offense a little bit because obviously a lot of his offense was Rey Mysterio themed for his match with the Mysterios, like he did the Frog Spurs, the Three Amigos sort of thing. I wonder whether this time it will change a bit and maybe he's been working on it because obviously he's had, well, it's been four months since WrestleMania now to yeah. perhaps change his repertoire a little bit. So it's really interesting to see. Yeah, definitely. But now we've gone in, in my opinion, the three biggest matches of the SummerSlam card. Let's first go to the Usos uh, taking on the Street Profits with special guest Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Um, this is my most exciting match on the card in terms of just pure pure wrestling. Like we saw what happened at Money in the Bank. Yeah. I it was it was like two thirty in the morning. I was getting a bit flagged. I just saw a Ronda Rousey match. Although the moment afterwards was great, I was still a bit flagged just from watching Ronda Rousey wrestle in the ring for ten minutes. And then this match comes on and just blows me away. Um, and these two, this is clearly their kind of crescendo. I think we're not going to get another one of these, no matter what the result. And I'm actually going for a Street Profits W here. I'm going to go the other way on this one. Um, the Money in the Bank match was very, very good. Um, I think that we are going to see the Usos retain. I think we're also going to, as a result, get a Street Profits split. Ooh. Okay. Who 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 leaves face? Who leaves heel? I don't think it necessarily has to be that way. Oh, I okay. They, I, I think they can split amicably. Mm, all right, interesting. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I think it can be right. We gave it a go. We can do this. Let's see how we do going solo. And uh, Montez Ford will be top tier. I love Angelo Dawkins as well, but I can already just see Montez. I think that, I think they've both got very strong solo careers ahead of them. Yeah, me too. Um, what do you think Double J is going to get up to in this one? Because he's there for a reason. You don't have a special guest referee just to be a special guest referee. I mean, he's going to come out. He's going to get cheered. Um, he'll make the decision. It will probably all kick off a bit at the end and he'll nail a few people with guitars. Yep. You know, Absolutely. So, you know, Usos win. Usos start kicking off and, and beating the shit out of the Street Profits or whatever. Guitar comes out. Wallop, ain't he great? Yeah. <laughs> He's willing to slap nuts. Um, anyway. Well, yes. Yes. Uh, no, I think this, I think this possibly could be match of the night, I think, in terms of just pure wrestling. I don't I, yeah, I, I think if it if it if it matches um if it matches what they did at Money in the Bank, undoubtedly it will be. Absolutely right. Let's go on to, uh, in my opinion, um, possibly one of the scariest matches on the card. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Now, I'm going to go Liv Morgan here because my heart tells me to go with Liv Morgan. And I, God forbid, hope to the end of the earth that Liv Morgan wins this one. Please. Liv, Liv Morgan is the most genuine and overface in the company at the moment. Um you know when she, does, when, when, when she does when, when she does promos you just know 
you just believe it because you know how much it means to her. You know how hard she's worked. You know where she's come from. You know, she, she's gone from waitressing in Hooters to a wrestler. And well, yeah, I mean, it's a fact. It's not, no, 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 I'm not on the go. I'm just saying that like, it's, yeah, it's, it's like a perfect it's story, no, you know, no, it's literally no, no disrespect to it at all. No. It, she, 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 she's literally through hard graft. And, you know, she'd be the first to admit that when she first joined the WWE, she probably wasn't the most technically accomplished, but through yeah. hard, well, through hard graft, She's learned, she's progressed, and she's on top of the world. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, last week, I might have been quite worried about Ronda Rousey winning this match. I'm not now, because the kind of shit decisions that would have happened in the Vince McMahon are a lot less likely these days. Um so yeah, I I think I think Liv's um, I think Liv's retaining. I think she's going to hold the belt for a while. I think at some point towards the end of the year or start of next year, there will be a feud with Lacey when she'll probably drop the belt at that point. I, I do. Oh, I think what they've done with Lacey's character has got main event push written all over it. I, I just don't get Lacey Evans to be honest, but I know it's happening. I just don't get it. I don't. Get I've hype. got a lot of time. Yeah, I've got a lot of time for her. I think. I think she's she's um. Very few people can work a crowd in terms of generating heat as well as she can. Uh, yeah, Liv Morgan, like you say, is just it's it's kind of a perfect story of like you say. She went from working yeah. in hoops to to now being smacked down champion and getting possibly one of the biggest pops. In the last five years, with that yeah. nice hit, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, it's it's just it was just giving the fans exactly what they wanted, and it, it's something that people have wanted for a long time. And uh, unlike when they pushed the button on Strowman, they didn't leave it too long. Yeah, and I, I feel they like this waiting just long enough. I feel like the issue with Ronda Rousey is you can tell that she doesn't want to be there. I don't mean that in terms of like, oh, she's not likable as a face. I mean, she's just not likable to watch because you can tell that she doesn't really enjoy it. Like even as a heel, you. Yeah, I mean, I think the issue with Ronda Rousey is that most people, I mean, I don't know her personally, so I'll phrase it this way, most people get the impression that she's not a very likeable person. Yeah, and it's just, it's just, it's, it's a shame in terms of that, because it just, whenever you can tell someone's not enjoy, like enjoying it, like you can tell most of the time Brock Lesnar, even if he's been a heel or been a bit bland, he's enjoying doing the stuff in the ring. Whereas you can tell that Ronda Rousey doesn't appreciate the fans, doesn't like doesn't appreciate the graph. Like the fact when she was on her off season, she was like, "Wrestling's fake." Like, and the fact what she said about uh, Bray Wyatt on Twitter, which is still possibly one of the worst things anybody's ever said yeah, in a long while. Um, you know, just it, it, I hope she goes away after this for a long time because no. It's one of those things where it's just like, it's not when Goldberg turns up, you're just like, oh. There are, there are so many people in the company who are so much more deserving yep. and who would appreciate that spot more. Um, you know, I, I, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, thankfully, I don't think she's winning this. Yes, and that's gone to our main event. For the last time they're billing it as, let's see if it actually is. We get Roman Reigns, this is Brock Lesnar, for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship um, in a no-holds-barred match. Um, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, uh, no-holds-barred, a main event. Tell you what, I'm actually excited they're giving it a stipulation, so we're a bit different. 
No hard bad, is it? It's last man standing. Oh, is it? Is it last man? Oh, sorry, I got it wrong way around. Yes, it is last man standing. You are entirely correct. It's an even bigger stipulation. It is indeed. Um, I think I I'm going to go Roman Reigns here. I hope it's Roman Reigns. Like, here's the thing with Roman Reigns. I appreciate that he's doing a lesser schedule and he's put the work in. I think he deserves to a lesser schedule. It's just a shame that the decision came as soon as he became the undisputed WWE Championship. If champion, sorry, if he had held those two belts for a few months and then started to go away, it would have felt more impactful. The fact he won both of them and then immediately just stopped appearing, I think, kind of killed his momentum a little bit. Um, because I think they could, if he was there for a bit longer, they could have worked it into the storyline of, oh no, I've beaten everyone, I'm going now. I've got both belts. You ain't getting me. You know, he's kind of become the antithesis. Whereas actually, he just won both belts and then left. Everyone was like, oh. Oh, okay. Um, but no, I think Roman Reigns is going to get W here. I think Roman Reigns is over. I was like, I don't want to call him a heel anymore because he's not even really a heel. He's sort of just Roman Reigns and you like him or you don't. Um, he's not really playing at a heel character. He's like, oh, screw the fans. Because he will play up to the fans. He's just sort of, I am who I am. I am the best. Deal with it. Um, and I really like that. I've got to be honest. I really like him. I think he's brilliant. I think... He's somebody that can now become that big attraction for SummerSlam Rumbles. Whenever he's on on a pay per view, you go, I've got to watch this Roman Reigns match. I think he will be the Undisputed Champion for a little bit longer. Um, whether that's all the way to Mania or not, I don't know. But it will be a bit longer, and I think he will be holding on to this. Yeah. Um, if Roman Reigns is still the champion come Sunday, he will have been world champion for 700 days. I don't see him finishing on 699. Um, We've seen Roman versus Brock so many times that I'm pleased that they put a stipulation on this. We're going to get something different. Um, As much as they're kind of trying to build up Brock being a threat to Roman, um, I just don't see it because Roman's beat him a couple yep. of times. You know, um, so yeah, Roman's going to retain. Um, I don't think we'll be seeing a cash in afterwards. I do wonder if after the match they kind of tease something and somebody comes out to sort of tease who his next opponent's going to be. Well, we we, we, we will know that. Well, not, but I mean, I'm, I was just going to say, if you'd let me finish, oh. um, if, if we're looking beyond Clash at the Castle. Oh. Um, you know? So I'd, I, I'd I hope can't... not. I'd hope not, because I feel like if you're looking past Clash at the Castle already after SummerSlam, it sort of devalues Clash. Do you not think? If... Not necessarily. I think there's ways of doing it without it, I mean. Um, I have to say the fair play to WWE and fair play, I don't want to say it to the Vincent Man, but I'll say it to the creative team because obviously the plan here was meant to be Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns in the main event of SummerSlam. Um, and unfortunately, that didn't happen. Then the backup plan was just to push Cody Rhodes a bit early, that couldn't happen. Um, yeah. so they've had to go with Brock. Um, I would have rather than waited and did the Riddle match here personally. I think Riddle versus Roman would have been big enough, yeah, but they've gone, they've gone with Brock. Yeah. I'm okay with a Brock Roman match, but like you say, I just feel like it's a bit telegraphed that Roman's going to win because we've seen it. 
and it's sort of like I think, I, I think, I, the fact you know that it wasn't even the first or second choice for a match makes it pretty clear what way the result's going to go. Exactly. I just think as well, although they try as they must, I like the fact, I like how they sort of built this way a little bit with like Heyman on Raw going, Roman needs to stamp Brock Lesnar out of his legacy if he wins this Sunday. It's done. Brock Lesnar is out of this town. He can go back to the farm. He's out, sort of thing. <laughs> but it just, I, I don't think there's any way you can sell it where there's any fear. Like, anymore. Because Roman's just, he's done it. A lot. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, guys, those are our SummerSlam predictions. Uh, we'll be back on probably Tuesday because we'll probably wait for Raw after SummerSlam, see if anything happens, any reactions to what happens on SummerSlam. It's always interesting is doing a review and then the next day, the next show comes out and it's sort of like everything yeah, we'll, you predict we'll, goes wrong. We'll be back on Tuesday, at which point we will have tickets to see the abominable snowmen at the BFI. Indeed. It's exciting <laughs> times. Um, but yes, please do go follow um, John at JohnBoy underscore Cook. You can follow the show as well at Talos Pod. You can follow me at King underscore Dom. We normally now ask for your opinions on things. We might ask people's opinions on the wrestling. Um, you know, so we might give a little tweet out in the, in, in the in the morning. So if you do, if you are watching the wrestling and you want to give your opinion, follow at Talos Pod, follow at JohnBoy underscore Cook because we will be tweeting out Give what us your you, opinion on stuff. What are you? What are your top five times Vince McMahon's been an absolute sleaze? Um, and by the way, everyone asking, where's the James Bond stuff? I promise you, it's coming out soon. Just there's so many new stuff been released that, Ooh, that has have, to take have people been asking. Yes. Well, this is good. You know, it's good that people have been asking because what they're essentially saying is, "Where's John?" And you know, obviously, I've, I've not been on for like four weeks, so that this yeah, is, yeah. there's been three whole episodes without me on. So I can tell you that you're going to have plenty of me to come because we're going to be doing a results roundup on this. There will be more Bond. There will be more Who reviews. All with me. Exactly. So, yeah, we've got a lot of things going up. But thank you guys all so much for watching. I hope you guys all enjoy SummerSlam. I hope it's a good show. I hope you stay safe. And we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Take care. Good night. God bless. Sleep well. Don't have nightmares. Big shout out to all my peeps and my creeps. <laughs>